To all my K-drama lovers out there, welcome to the K-Drama Cafe podcast. If there's anyone out there listening, thank you so much for joining me here at the K-Drama Cafe podcast. I'm your host, Arai, and if this is your first time here... Thank you guys so, so much. You guys are all welcome here. K-drama lovers, K-pop lovers, fangirls, fanboys, anime lovers. You guys are all welcome here. And if this is not your first time here, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you so much for joining me once again to hear my thoughts and takes on all things Korean dramas. And for being patient with me, it's been a good while since I've posted, uh, since I've dropped an episode, I had lost my voice. What else is new? Um, getting sick. <laughs> uh, but I'm back and I hope you guys stay tuned and stick around for what's to come. So welcome or welcome back. Thank you guys so, so much. If you guys are following me on any of my social media platforms, for instagram followers thank you guys so much uh it's 376 right now i can't believe it i'm on the road to 400 it's just i never in my life would it it sounds like a small number but to me trust me i never thought i would ever go past 50 like or 30 and so it's just been so crazy so thank you guys for whoever's following me hope you're enjoying the content i'll try to put more stuff out there and thinking about if i should do something once i hit 400 if i should do something special but let me know if you guys have any ideas or if i should or shouldn't or wait till 500 if that's even if that's even possible i don't even i don't know i don't know what the future holds but for right now it's been great and thank you guys anyone who's following me on twitter i apologize (laughs) i apologize disclaimer on twitter followers um because literally twitter for me has became an alchemy of souls uh fan account so i literally got on twitter and i'm just yeah just i'm it's embarrassing but i just can't help myself i'm in there i'm still like lurking at all the content people are busting out still and i won't post anything interesting there besides that (laughs) besides like probably sf9 stuff probably retweet like lee j wook rowoon and alchemy of souls stuff so just disclaimer and a warning it's fine you don't have to follow me (laughs) it's literally literally for me to follow other people that put those contents out so yeah i know embarrassing but it is what it is and yeah anything broad just go on my instagram (laughs) but feel free to um feel free to reach out you can um comment on my post you can react to my d um to my stories you can even dm me um if anything you have you know any suggestions any anything you want to share on any recommendations anything you know you want to talk about any, any of my episodes that i put out um any of the dramas that are out feel free it's been fun talking to uh, quite a few of you guys um it's been fun to talk to some of the other k-drama content creators it's been so much fun so feel free to reach out and um yeah like i almost always respond so let's get this k-drama community rolling guys it's been fun so let's keep it moving let's keep it going so anyways guys just thank you guys and if you guys are not following me but you guys are liking my content thank you strangers (laughs) thank you guys it's okay if you guys don't follow me but i appreciate that you appreciate the reels that i'm you know i try i try i try but you know i i need to obviously learn more but i really appreciate it thank you guys so much anyways enough of that (laughs) let's get into today's episode okay i'm I decided to change it up, not really, change it up every time that I talk about more than one drama, I'm calling it, I'm calling it K-dramas with my coffee. Why? Because I will always have a coffee and in order to talk about these dramas all at once, I need caffeine and if you guys hear that, it's my iced coffee, it's always going to be iced coffee. (laughs) And so I'll just share with you guys, as I always do, like share what I'm having with you guys as I'm sipping and you guys share with me what you guys are drinking, okay? It's not creamer with my coffee. It's K-dramas with my coffee. I know. It's I'm cheesy, but I just wanted to call that because I always have coffee with me when I when I do this because I'm addicted. <laughs> I'm addicted. And these are my two favorite things, K-dramas and coffee. So, every time I talk about more than one K-dramas that I'm watching or that I finished, 
I'm calling it that. And then whenever I talk about just the one one drama, it's just gonna be titled that. And then trust me, rewatch episodes are coming out soon. So stay tuned for those. If you if anyone who's interested in those, but yeah, guys, thank you guys for sticking around. Let's get into it. Today I have a cookie butter iced coffee from Coffee Bean. Oh man, I needed that. It's been a rough week, okay? It's been a rough week. It's been a rough week. <laughs> it's been rough. It's this is a time of year that it gets crazy. It gets crazy at work, at my you know my regular nine to five, but then also I'm a musician on the side, so that gets crazy too. Um, it's been rough. It's been it's been. I, I'm tired, <laughs> but I've been wanting to talk about these dramas for a good 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 minute. Um, I just I got sick and lost my voice, but here I am. So let's get into it, guys. I'm having my cookie butter ice cookie butter ice coffee from Coffee Bean. Let me know if you guys have had that before. If you guys like it, and what do you guys like from Coffee Bean or let me know what you guys are having as you're watching this. Wait, what? Did I say watching this? Oh my gosh. Let me know what you guys are having while you guys are listening to this. Let's get right into it. Okay, three dramas. And I'm watching more than three dramas currently. But the ones that I'm... Um, I'm just going to start off with three. Because the other dramas, I'm going to have... They're going to have their own episode by themselves. But these three dramas I want to talk to you guys about because um, I just I just want to share these my thoughts on what I have with these. But so I'm currently watching Our Blooming Youth, Heavenly Idol. I know, I know, Heavenly. Yes, I'm watching Heavenly Idol uh, <laughs> and Oasis. Okay, so those are the three that I'm currently watching. I'm watching other dramas too, but like I said, those are gonna be their own thing. So. Uh, yeah, so let's, we'll we'll talk about that later. But these three, I feel like I I want to talk about them now, so that's why I'm just like bringing them together and just yeah, bulking them up together because I feel like yeah, I, I, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Let's let's get into it, okay, you guys. The first drama that I started watching um, is Our Blooming Youth. And um, I was just excited to watch it because, of course, Parking Chic is in. And I, I, I haven't seen, I didn't get to see Happiness when it came out. And it's on my watch list. I will for sure watch it one day. <laughs> I really want to watch I really want to watch it. But I didn't get to watch it when it came out. Um, but, yeah, here we are. We're, we're here at our, our Blooming Youth. I wanted to watch it. I'm like, I'm going to watch this when it comes out. Parking Chic, here I come um yeah <laughs> so let's start off with the synopsis okay in case you guys don't know what this is about okay i just have to start off by saying that this drama is none of these dramas i mean when are they ever but it, none of these dramas came out to be what i expected and i don't know if it's a good way yet for this one um but yeah let's get into it so our blooming youth i don't know who i was on instagram and someone said i don't know if it who was it someone had pointed out our blooming youth the title has nothing to do with the drama and i just gotta say right off the bat that they're absolutely correct um yeah i just gotta start off with that but yeah our blooming youth okay um, reading it off the internet, story of Crown Prince Lee Hwan played by Park Yun Sik and Min Jae Yi played by Jun Sony. Faithful love. They're faithful love. Okay. This is my first time watching anything with her. And I just have to say, I actually really like her. Okay. I'm, I'm just going to say that right now. So I absolutely love her. I absolutely love Park Yun Sik. Um, but yeah, let's, let's talk about the synopsis. So Crown Prince Lee Hwan is arrogant, mean, and capricious to other people. He also holds a secret of a mysterious curse. Consequently, he is a lonely person who hides a deep scar within his mind. Meanwhile, Min Jae is an extremely smart girl and she comes from a respected noble family. Her entire family is suddenly murdered and she is framed as the killer. She is chased by people who try to arrest her. That's that's pretty much the first episode. Um, so we got Park Yun Shig, okay? He plays Lee Hwan, the crown prince. And his character is really interesting because 
he's not like the crown prince crown prince like he wasn't the firstborn his older brother was the original crown prince but he was murdered killed or died and they don't know really what happened with him people blamed it on lee juan you know the rumors of like oh he killed his brother to become crown prince but lee juan is like i i just feel like i'm not worthy of being crown prince but i'm feeling the pressure to hold this title because i there's a pressure but at the same time people are saying or people don't really like me because they think that i'm not you know worthy of it because my brother was worthy of it and i agree with it but at the same time there's a pressure from my father you know conflict with him then we have jen sony's character min jae and i gotta say i really like her character like i really like her character i wasn't sure if i was gonna like her character but i really like her character she is feisty <laughs> she is feisty she somehow knows combat she has combat skills somehow um she's a fighter she is smart she's intelligent she is a go-getter she is fearless even when she has when she's you know she's an she has fear she's still fearless uh and she like will stand up for herself if she has to and i really like her and i'll i'll get more into her character later but yeah she 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 was uh yeah so she was framed her entire family was killed and she was framed by a like family friend i think some a guy um that she was really close with and he pretty much confessed that they were lovers and they she wanted to run away with him but, but they didn't let her so he, she killed all the family and he ended up you know you know unaliving himself and leaving a a letter and and yeah so she's in a pickle her dad's last words was go to the prince protect him and he will help you out you know and so she pretty much goes on a journey to find the prince um disguises herself as a man hello one of my favorite tropes um disguises herself as a guard and goes speaks to the crown prince and seeks his help and it was rough because the crown prince is like i trust no one i don't care who you are um took him a while until finally he's like okay okay i'll give you a chance and so takes her in as a eunuch and they're pretty much solving cases side by side because the dad told him told her that you're gonna need me because you have there's this curse letter okay so when i first started okay i feel like i'm all over the place look this is why it's called coffee key dramas with my coffee because um i'm gonna need it to not ramble but i probably still ramble okay so the prince somehow is, i don't know the way when i read about this and i feel like i should stop reading what these dramas are about because when i actually watch them it's like it has nothing to do with anything but when i first read what this was what this was about it was supposed to be about a crown prince who had a curse and the main lead the female lead was supposed to help him like break that curse and he was supposed to help her um clear her name so i'm literally thinking this is a fantasy i'm literally thinking this is like oh he's really cursed but it's weird because in this show it goes back and forth like there's no such thing as ghosts there's no such thing as curses but then you have like scenes with like a shaman you have scenes with like like weird things where like it, I, I don't know it's just is it a curse or is it not a curse so like things that you will uh that happens within the drama that looks like the royal family is cursed and then like they end up solving it you know through like science or whatever i don't know through like so it's kind of like is this is this a fantasy or not or am i just slow like what's happening i don't know so i'm still trying to figure that out it's i it's been 12 episodes okay guys there's eight more episodes to go and yeah i yeah i don't know but yeah <laughs> so he's cursed and at the beginning of the first couple of episodes yeah like it looks like wow he's cursed or he's either traumatized mentally he's i don't know or they just figured out it <sighs> yeah 
turns out he's really not cursed turns out that he he was supposedly cursed um to where the curse said that he wasn't able to use his arm i think it was his right arm he wasn't able to use his like like limbs and like he was gonna be like a you know handicapped crown prince like because of what he did because he killed his brother and he's never gonna be a king and all this stuff and well, it turns out that, and yeah, like, he wasn't able to move his arm for a good while, he was struggling with it, and it, there was a pressure because back then, like, if you're not perfect, you can't be a king, you can't be a crown prince, so he was, like, in hiding, trying not to show his struggles, but he's fine now, but right now, he's fine, he's moving his arm, he's fine, but I think, from what I recall, what happened was that he was shot by an arrow that had, like, a... A venom from a specific snake that I don't remember what it's called. And there's a scene where they catch a serial killer, okay? And the serial killer is a shaman. And while they were questioning her, and she was tied up into one of those questioning chairs, from I don't know where part of her body, that specific snake comes out and bites her. And she, like, yells out a curse, and then she dies. So, Yeah so we're pretty much i don't know there's different cases i feel like i'm not making any sense at all i i'm yeah i'm not making any sense and that's how i feel right now <laughs> okay so yeah so that that's that okay so <laughs> the next character <laughs> i'm sorry guys i'm sorry okay just bear with me bear with me next character is Pyo Yejin's character, which is Jong Garam, and I like her too. She also dresses as a guy to keep her identity secret because she's um, Min Jae's maid. She um, also dresses up as a guy, and she ends up um, being a, a, a student for Lee Tae Sun's character, Kim Myung Jin, okay, um, because he. He it's he's known to be like a genius, a, a kind of a quack in the village. Um, he's uh, he's an interesting character. Okay, he is very out there. I think I like him. I I don't hate him. He's interesting. But yeah, she's she she <laughs> she ends up working for him and being his student to learn from him um he's teaching her how to like read and write and help helps because he i don't even know what he does but i know he does autopsies i think from what i'm gathering and so he's he's pretty smart and then we have min jae who's dressed as a eunuch who's pretty smart as well and then crown prince who's also pretty smart like he has a photographic memory so when any book anything he's read he reminds he can remember from memory um he actually gives a fake name to min jae while she's there and he has her by her side to to so that they can you know figure out who really killed her family and figure out the mystery but along the way there's different cases like the whole the curse like who who did that curse letter to crown prince and like all these different like cases that they're working on and they enlist the help of kim young jins um to solve some of these cases because everything is kind of like linking together and then john garam is you know helping helping him and then we have yun uh yun jung suk's character which is han sung oh and he is known as a sergeant also super smart um and he turns out to be min jae's fiance okay and so there's a conflict there because he finds out everything about min jae at least the claims that is going on with her up that she killed her family that she had a lover um while he was you know betrothed to her and on the outside he's doesn't show much he's just like okay well we gotta find her and like do what we have to do with her but in his heart obviously he's like i gotta find her because i gotta know the truth like did she really cheat on me did she really do this like i've only known her when i was a kid i didn't really know her as a grown-up but i don't remember her being like that as a kid and she still ha he still has hope for her 
he still has Ofer. Okay, so there's a conflict because Crown Prince starting to like her. <laughs> and Crown Prince and Sergeant are besties. So that's that's a fun that's a fun love triangle right there. Um, but yeah, so those are the main characters. Um, Lee Huan, Crown Prince, Min Jae, Jung Garam, those two girls dressing as, as guys. Hong Sung Oh, King Myung Jin. And the only one that knows that they're men is um, Crown Prince and Jung Garam's, I think, cousin or brother. I think cousin. So just those two people. The other guys don't know. Everybody else doesn't know. And then we have like the, you know, royal family characters the king, the queen, princess, um, prince. And then we have the royal court. Okay, of course. Left state counselor. Um, he's a good guy for now. Um, sergeant's father. And then right state counselor. The good old royal court academic politically rotten <laughs> guy of the Seguk drama. Okay, we got him, of course. Always scheming, always trying to and he's obviously related to the queen you know the, the the regular so he that's him he's a hot mess and we have the other the other royal courts and then another important character is uh hill wants sales character um whose name is taegong and he is a royal he's part of the royal guard he's i think he's just like the royal oh gosh what is the term he's he's a yeah crown prince royal guard who's always by his side trust him but if you guys have watched it disclaimer spoiler alert he's possibly not trustworthy he's possibly has to do something with what's going on with the different cases that's going on and possibly even half is involved with um minjay's family's murder but that's episode 12 that's where we're at we don't know if it's true but for sure he is most likely not he's not to be trusted um, but I like him. I like these characters. Um, they're cool. <laughs> Here's the thing. So, when I first started watching this, I was like, okay, cool. But, okay. So, you guys can understand more what I'm about to say. I I was listening to... Um, shout out to Lola Pops Off about K-dramas. I was listening to her episode on this show. And she explained exactly how I was feeling. <laughs> like, this show has everything I love. Everything I need. Not that I need, but... Everything I love. Every, you know, most of the tropes that I love. But for some reason you know an actors that i love but for some reason i felt like something was missing and i couldn't point it out what it was and she was like it's the chemistry and i have to agree with her i feel like i was feeling that i don't feel that way now but still kind of like i feel like there's more that they can give i feel like like one thing is like they literally have no chemistry at all but how i feel about these the the main leads is like i know they do but they're just not giving it to me <laughs> they're just not giving it to me it was just like a weird feeling as i was watching from like episode one to probably episode six ish maybe i was like mm, like i like it but i don't know i'm still sticking around just to see because the thing is parking chic for me at least and this could be me i know people don't have to agree with me but for me like he just has the way of memorizing memory he just has a way of mesmerizing me like like i'm just yeah like i can watch i can just watch him and the drama could be like bleh you know he just has that that and minjae um jen sony's character like I really like her character and I'm sticking around for her to see what's gonna happen with her and yeah like I really like these characters so that's that's why it's just weird it's like I'm not I don't absolutely love the show not obsessed with it but I'm for sure gonna stick around and finish it because it's one of those shows where like first of all it's a long show it's 20 episodes Number two is, like, it's something that I can look forward to. Like, oh, okay, I have something to watch Monday, Tuesday. Um, and it's just, like, a regular show. It's not, like, again, I'm not obsessed with it. But it's just, like, 
for a good minute from like episodes one to like six or eight i just felt like something was missing or at least the first couple episodes like i should like this show but why am i not falling in love with it it was weird this is it was it was it was weird i don't know i don't know (laughs) if you guys have watched the show let me know what you guys think because there are people that are really enjoying the show but i have to say am i entertained yes am i liking am i liking it yes um but it's just weird it's just like it feels like i should be loving it but i'm not it's weird it's weird i don't know what it is i don't know what it is i don't know what it is but honestly so far um up to episode 12 like it is a slow burn and i i'm really enjoying the slow burn at first i was like it's because there's potential there i just feel like there's potential there and i don't know i don't know i i feel like i'm just being so hypocritical because i like the slow burn that's happening but at the same time i'm getting impatient (laughs) i don't know it's weird i don't know what's happening to me yeah it's weird i don't know but yeah like for them i i see it i see it i see it and whenever they have little moments it's like oh it's cute and then it's gone it's like okay that was it and honestly it's fine because the show doesn't it doesn't really revolve around the romance but it kind of does though i don't know i'm still trying to figure it out guys i'm still trying to figure it out i just wanted to talk about it because i was just very confused because it feels like it feels like it's there but it's not there but i'm still gonna watch it because i still want to see what's what's gonna happen but so far like i said like i'm enjoying um parking chick's performance i'm enjoying his performance there's the last couple episodes where he confronted the king um because he's obviously like he's you know trying he's finding things out he's trying to solve cases cases that had been buried from years ago that the royal court is hiding and trying you know not to you know they're just trying they're hiding things and so he's 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 poking around he's trying to solve cases and obviously royal court including right state counselor he has some power and pretty much influences the king to stop him from being politi- politically involved and there's this like couple scenes where where he interacts with his father the king and oh gosh i really felt those emotions i really felt it like he he did a good job i really felt it like i he did a good job like i'm enjoying his performance as crown prince as as stiff as he may be he's doing a good job he's doing a good job as that character and i'm enjoying it i have to say i'm enjoying it and then you know back to my homegirl min jae like i really like her character i think the moment that i really was like "Ooh, i like her was when um she confronted the crown prince at the beginning of the couple of ep- the couple first episodes and you know sought for his help um with a case and he had confined her in this room and was like confronting her like you know you're lying to me what letter that i gave your your your, your dad is a, a wedding gift like what are you talking about you know who are you like i'm gonna have you arrested or whatever and he pretty much tells her like you're on your own i'm not helping you you figure it out yourself and so as he was walking away he, she cussed him out <laughs> she cussed him out cursed him out yelled at him the crown prince okay she's like pretty ballsy like she talked back to him yelled at him and she gave him a good number and she said really good stuff because she was like you know as a woman like i can't do anything i have no voice and then he turns around when she when she cursed at him he turned around and she's like what you think just because i'm a woman i can't cuss <laughs> not in those words she said it more eloquently than i did but yeah she pretty much what she said just because you think because i'm a woman i can't cuss at you like I, I, is that what you think that's right i'm talking back to you and i love that <laughs> i love that and so and that's been consistent that's been a consistency 
of this character because sometimes like there's some dramas where the character the main girl the female lead starts off feisty and then somehow she loses that and then it's like they go into the whole romance part but i like that even though you could see that she kind of you know subtly is like you know liking him but she's like trying to focus on her case to clear her name she still keeps her she's still keeping her her like herself like her feistiness her her firecrackerness she's she's still keeping that consistency and i and i love that about that character and i like how how they're the complete opposites i love when that happens like i love i love it because he's like i think what i like about this is that the moment that she did that i think that's when he started to be interested in her when she talked back to him i think that was the moment when she was like something sparked in him that's that's my take i don't know what other people may think or if the writer intended that but i think that was the moment where he was like huh (laughs) and then you just see little moments with them and i enjoy those moments where like they kind of break that like oh we're on a mission we're trying to solve a case where they're like oh hi there (laughs) and there's been scenes where he he oh gosh he is a gentleman and he like he will he will not cross boundaries because one he knows that she was betrothed to his bestie and you know he's trying to keep those boundaries because of that but and it's kind of frustrating because it's like just kiss already <laughs> gosh i'm immature but yeah um there's moments where i'm just kiss or just do something hug hold their hand do something but no he he will he will keep his boundaries he has self-discipline self-control but there's scenes where where he'll let it slip it's subtle but honestly it's like it, it's pretty satisfying is it it's not satisfying because it's it doesn't last long but it, it's like oh that is so cute um but there's scenes where he'll talk in his head and he'll like look at her and tell her like i would do anything for you or like you know i missed you and like he's looking at her and she's like what like what is happening and he's like i already said what i had to say in my mind and she's like are you kidding me (laughs) there's this one scene where um he found the letter of her supposed ex-lover which is not his lover saying like oh yeah we were lovers she killed her family this and that and And so he found it was upset because he's like wow i trusted her like we had bonding moments and kicked her out and so he kicked her out and she was obviously sad like it it was really bad It 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 was really bad for her and then eventually he obviously was missing her and he realized like oh like it wasn't maybe i overreacted maybe this and that maybe i should trust her this and that and that and so the whole time he was missing her he was thinking about her and when they finally meet again and they like i don't know go out to i forgot where it was but oh they go meet um they go meet um jangaram and kim young jin for a case and as they were going home she's like i'm so mad at you because you were mean (laughs) and then he's like i said i'm sorry or i said i'm sorry he's like she's like hold on and she remembers him saying i'm sorry he's like wait wait wait, that's it like you should give me a long apology you should tell me how you feel like that moment was so cute like i forgot what episode it was but it was so cute because she's like it was like there were newly newly dating and he was she was explaining to him how to apologize to her it was so freaking cute and so then he stops and looks at her and tells her in his mind and yeah a couple of happens a couple of other times and it's cute it's cute it's cute i i'm i'm enjoying it but yeah guys that's that's where i were at episode 12 um the backstories of the cases and i'm not gonna go into it but i am i'm it's interesting i'm enjoying it um yeah it's just like one of those shows and i'm like i'm watching it just to watch it <laughs> but 
there's moments where I'm like, oh, I like that. That's cute. And the performances are good. Love the character. Love Min Jae. Love Parking Shake. And and that's pretty much it. Like that's that's pretty much it, you guys. If you guys are watching it, let me know what you guys think. <laughs> are you guys gonna continue watching it? Are you guys stopped watching it? Let me know. But for now, I'm gonna keep watching it because I want to know what happens. And I did not come all the way up to episode 12 to not finish and not see them end up together. Because I swear, I, I as far as the love triangle goes, um, I like him. <laughs> I like Sergeant. I I really like him. Um, but yeah. I won't feel bad if he doesn't end up with her because I don't know. They're just forming a bond. They're just forming a bond already and there's this scene oh wait be y'all. Let me tell you why I love this girl. There's this scene between Min Jae and Lee Hwan, okay, Crown Prince, and they're in her little like little hideaway library like place where where he has her to stay you know because she's obviously a girl she can't be with the other guys with the eunuchs and it's interesting because um i love it because they were talking about um i think her coming back her coming back to to working for him i I don't remember what they're talking about but they were talking about her once her name is clear she could go back to sergeant and she I had drunk a couple of drinks okay so was she serious no i think she was serious but she's like she's like to be honest like i chose to like him because i had no choice and he's like what do you mean and he's she's like yeah like i have no choice i'm gonna marry him so i'm just like them that's why i like him i like them and he was like well i think sometimes it just happens and he's like she's like what like your poor future queen like you're gonna you're, what are you doing you know and he's he's like like i don't know they were just having that that kind of back and forth and she's like to be honest um if i could just not get married that would be great and he's like what like what, what are you gonna do he's like so you want to be like a eunuch and just work for me or what and be by my side and she's like oh my gosh that would be so great like can i just be a eunuch can you make me head eunuch can i just be by your side forever and like work on these cases can i just do that and i feel like she was so serious and half maybe joking but she was like serious and they were just kind of joking and i think he was joking but i think in that moment he realized hey like maybe there's a chance because he she never really you know fell in love with him maybe there's a chance who freaking knows but i liked it because it was just so relatable like me as a young person i'm like you know shoot if i could just do what i want and not without being judged as a woman for not getting married and not you know living those social standards that would be so great and the fact that she would she would literally live as a eunuch but because she has the freedom to do what she wants, to say what she wants, and she thanks the crown prince for that, for giving her that opportunity. By being, you know, dressed as a eunuch, she's able to, as a eunuch, as a eunuch has more of a voice than a woman. Isn't that crazy? Oh my gosh. Um, she can live and she can say her opinions and says, you know, she's smart. And so she can, you know, help solve the cases and use her intelligence for good other than just... And she said to herself, other than just be in the kitchen and just clean and be a wife. Like, I can actually use my talents because I'm smart. I'm smart. And I love that. I love... I love that. I think that's why I'm sticking around for this drama because of that. Because because of her. And obviously parking chic, but, you know. Um, yeah. <laughs> but, yeah. Anyways, guys, that's that drama. I was going to talk more about that drama anyways, but I will continue finishing it and I will see if I will do, if I will do a overall review on it. I don't know if I will, but 
if it, if I turn out, if it turns out that I loved it, I will. If I didn't, then I'll just leave it at I'll just leave it at the fact that I loved her character. <laughs> but yeah, anyways, that's our blooming youth. The next one, okay. The next one, really quickly, I had to talk about this one because um, I I wasn't planning to watch this one. I'm not I'm not gonna lie, like this one is just not my cup of tea maybe back when i was in my early 20s and my late teens i would be so down to watch it but today it's just for some reason it's hard for me to watch these type of dramas um except for business proposal like that one that one was pretty uh, that was pretty entertaining like i was really entertained but yeah i was like oh i don't know if i'm gonna watch that well i got sick <laughs> i ended up getting sick and being you know like just in bed forever not doing not being able to do anything and so i was like well what else is out there what's new and yeah i ended up watching it and ended up binge watching it <laughs> i ended up binge watching it and you guys let me tell you something i liked it i don't know what it is i don't know what's happening to me i actually really liked it um is it a great drama no is it a great story not really is there cheesiness to it yes but did i like it was i thoroughly enjoyed it? yes um yeah like honestly what kept me really entertained let me tell you guys what the synopsis is in case you guys don't know what it is but um it's the heavenly idol okay we got pontiflex limbrari Lembrari, played by Kim and Yu, is widely regarded as having the most powerful divine power ever. While he fights against a devil, he gets transferred to a different world, our world. Lembrari then finds himself sorry. Lembrari then finds himself in a small dormitory and possessing the body of Wu Yunwu, who was a member of an unpopular idol group called Wild Animal. The group has been together for three years, but they are on the verge of disbanding due to their lack of success. Okay. Uh, nine hours later, Limbrari is placed on a stage with a wild animal for a live performance at a broadcasting station. When the music begins to play, he is in William Boo's body, shouts out, I don't know how to dance. The live broadcast performance is a disaster, but it attracts the attention of people and the media. With this, with his charms, including confident attitude, Wu Yunwu still possessed by Lembrari's spirit, becomes popular, and so does his group Wild Animal. He must now get used to a life as a member of an idol group, and he faces various troubles like dealing with weird religious groups mm -hmm, and the devil. And then we have our main girl, um, played by Go Bogyol Kim Dal, and she joins in as a a road manager who used she used to be she used to be a manager for a different a girl group in a different agency and she ended up um quitting because she had she had uh done some mistakes to where she thought that she could cause the suicidal attempt of uh a, a pop idol named Rizzle and so because of that and she ended up being in a coma because of that she quit her job ended up becoming really depressed until she meets Wu Yun Wu who brightened up her life and yeah she she the, yeah she you know she's one of us <laughs> so she ends up being a fan of her of his and wild animal and then when Lembrari our our main guy is fighting off the devil played by Lee Jung Wu um they're fighting in that world that they're in and somehow it doesn't really show how he ends up in that in our world but he ends up in our world in sight of um kim da's bias's body and so she notices right off the bat like who is he's just not being he's not being himself and so when she was like you know what i gotta do something like he's being weird or there's something off with him and because she has that trauma of what happened with her, you know, old, with her, with, you know, who she used to work for, she decides to help out and follows him and meets up with him. And he's like, what's wrong with you? Are you okay? 
and he's obviously talking weird he's not talking like himself he's saying like i'm a high priest he's saying all these weird things so she thinks that he has um did disassociative identity disorder not schizophrenia yeah did and so he she applies to be the road manager helps him out and helps him um yeah helps him on the journey and like helps tries to get help from him but then along the way she finds out that uh he's actually a high priest and so she freaks out but then he's like you know what uh i want william boom back and in order to help him to come back to his body i need to help you to complete your mission which is pretty much i think between lembrari and the actual william Wu. he ended up like um so <laughs> it's <laughs> this show is interesting why i'm entertained i don't know i don't know i i think i just wanted something that i didn't you know like one of those things one of those shows that you just don't have to think and you just like watch just it's just something that you don't you don't take it serious you just have fun with it and it's been fun (laughs) it's been fun but he finds out that if he eats i think is it just chocolate if he eats chocolate or caffeine he gains a lot of his like powers you know he regains his powers and so he calls it tribute it's so funny so when he, every time he sees chocolate at this point of the show it's like probably episode 10 um he's like just carries a piece he just carries chocolate around him but every time he drinks or eats he gains more of his powers and so he ended up doing that he ended up praying and he ended up uh communicating with William Wu's in his body and it's funny because I thought that William Wu would be freaking out but turns out that he's having the time of his life <laughs> he's having the time of his life and he's like um you know Lombardi's like okay let's make a contract because we got it we got it we got to fix this and he's like well I don't kind of don't want to go back and he's like what yeah i kind of like it here um this is kind of the life i mean i don't want to go back i don't want to go back to that miserable life being a failed failed instead of idol they call them failed fail i don't know yeah so yeah he's like are you kidding me like dude it's just that interaction was really funny it was really funny because it was like wait what (laughs) what is happening but he's like it it was just so funny so lambari is like okay what do I need to do for us to switch? Because I we can't do this. And he's like, well, how about you get me the award to be the singer of the year? Which is funny because William Wu can't sing. And I think he said that on purpose. <laughs> so he's like, okay, fine. So they make a contract, like a divine type of contract. And so sure enough, um, yeah, that's pretty much the how the show goes. Um it's just funny because i enjoy i actually i'm enjoying i was kind of worried because i'm like am i gonna like i really like him and you like he's really cute i really liked him and his supporting characters like i saw him in snowdrop i saw him in because this is my first life i saw him in um obviously business proposal like we all know him from there but i really he was really good in um he was really good in snowdrop y'all like really good um so yeah i was like am i gonna like him as a lead i do i think i do the thing is that (sighs) i hope when he comes back from the military he chooses something better than this like i feel like what i saw in snowdrop like he has potential like and i know like everyone loves him from business proposal but he has potential to be like to do main leads i think so i think so i could be uh, people could disagree with me but i really liked him here i just thought it was very entertaining how he struggled with being an idol because he's a high priest and like you know it's funny because the language here is just so out there like oh yeah be like a demon be like be evil be seductive and he's like what what that is sinful that is this and so 
it's interesting to see him go through that and i think what's even funnier is seeing him being adapted uh, um seeing him get adapted to this world like it's just been so entertaining when he finds out how to work a phone and how to send emails and like how he genuinely starts to care about the fans how he genuinely starts caring about his members and like everything the opposite of William Wu because as he and you know lives as William Wu he's been told by everyone like oh yeah like we like you are selfish all you care about is being an actor you never really cared about our group this and that and he's like wow like William Wu is is just horrible like he is horrible and then when people talk to him and he they think that he's talking to the third person so it's pretty funny but yeah like he genuinely starts caring about people and i like it i like that i'm very entertained i just it's been funny now it's getting a little serious because it's just two more episodes left <sighs> it's cool <laughs> if you don't want to take you want to watch something that isn't you don't have to take anything serious you want to watch something cheesy, you want to watch Kim and Q, go right ahead. I go right ahead. You expect something deep, something with depth. No, it's not for you. Um, yeah, because even the villain, like the devil is like, uh, okay, like, like, bye. <laughs> like, he's, mm, um, yeah, definitely he yeah bye bye i'm yeah i i don't know what's going on when it comes to like everything else like the religious stuff the the culty stuff like the whole redland thing and then the devil turns out i think by this episode spoiler alert um they found out that lambrari it has the qualifications to be a god and not a high priest i have no idea what's happening i don't know i just know that the part where he's dealing with like you know the whole like the fish out of water trope i'm enjoying the slow burn with the you know female lead and him is pretty cute i'm enjoying that everything else i could do without <laughs> i could do without i'm not gonna lie i'm not gonna lie but i'm gonna stick to it i'm gonna keep watching it because it's pretty entertaining so that's how i feel about it i'm very shocked at myself because i really was not planning to watch it i was like this 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 sounds kind of i'm gonna sound harsh i'm gonna sound harsh but when i read about it i was like oh this sounds dumb <laughs> this sounds dumb i don't want to watch it but i mean it's kim and q i'm curious about how he's gonna be leading yeah i ended up watching it and i'm liking it and i really like it i i'm liking it i'm liking it. it's cute just don't expect too much <laughs> just don't expect too much but it's pretty cute. So that's the Heavenly Idol. I'm going to keep watching it. I'm going to finish it off. Why not? I've already watched up to episode 10. I really like the sequences where he sings and then the old, his um, mentor sings. And those scenes I really liked. I was excited about. They don't show much of singing anymore. But I mean, it is what it is. <laughs> it is what it is. But yeah, that's that's all I have to say for now regarding that. Um the the girl she's just pretty cute like i don't i don't think i've seen her before um but yeah i like her i like her she's super adorable oh my gosh i don't know where she came from i i haven't seen her anything else but yeah those two they're pretty cute i like i like the chemistry that's going on i like the i like the other the bandmates and i really like yeji wants <laughs> she's crazy she plays their ceo and i like her she's i don't know i like her i always like her crazy characters so she's she's fun to watch so she's in there and yeah nothing to take yourself nothing to take serious it's just fun cute show but that's it for the heavenly idol and then the last show that i'm watching well you know that i'm gonna be talking about today is oasis and let me tell you guys something okay it's funny because oasis has <laughs> business proposal <laughs> second leads as main leads isn't that crazy i don't even think of that. that's funny that's cute but yeah um yeah oasis i definitely was debating on watching oasis because when i saw the previews i'm like ooh, this looks good this looks like the production rather looks really good but it looks like it's gonna make me cry and i just i cannot i cannot right now sorry i need coffee pot 
I cannot with another drama that's gonna make you cry right now. I'm just not up for it, but again, it was during the time that I was sick, and I was just like, there was nothing, I I couldn't do anything, couldn't go anywhere, so I'm like, okay, let's watch it, <laughs> let's watch it, if I cry, I cry, and yeah, I got emotional, but in a good way, like, it was, so far, you guys, this show, I think four episodes is out by now, um, I watched three so far, and you watched the fourth one, but so far, yes it it gets emotional but in a good way and let me explain to you guys okay it's one of those emotional stories that like it i don't know the way they did it is like is like i don't know how to explain it they just did it in a good way <laughs> they did it in a good way where in the first episode you care about the characters this is my opinion people could disagree with me that's fine but right off the bat the first episode i i was like very interested in the characters very interested in 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 their like emotional conflicts and what they're going through and i it really hit me hard it really hit me hard when we saw the the conflict of the story and what really how it's gonna what route they're gonna take it with the story i was like oh do i want to watch this i was like i don't know if i want to watch this like this no like i'm not i'm not down for a sad ending but they did it so well to it's like oh i want to watch it more i don't know and production value so good so freaking good (laughs) so good it's just like a film like it looks like it could be a film to be completely honest so i'm very i'm very shocked by that but it's it's really good but um plot synopsis um set during the 1980s and 90s a story unfolds about the dreams friendships and love of three young people lee do hak played by jong dong yoon is a high school student in a provincial city he comes from a poor family background but he is smart and compassionate he falls in love with oh jung shin played by solena at first sight who is a transfer student from Seoul. Lee Dohak gets involved in an unexpected case and this changes his life. <laughs> Sorry. I'm just like, just, oh gosh, so sad. Oja Shin is always honest and confident. She is brave enough to fight against injustice. After transferring to her new school um, from Seoul, she forms a bond with Lee Dohak and Choi Cho Wung. Since Choi Cho Wung was a child, he and Lee Dohak have been friends and also rivals. Choi Cho Wung is a type of person who can't accept losing. He falls in love with transfer student Oh Jung Shin, but she doesn't love him. And that's how the story goes. Um, yeah, the conflict is between the two besties, Lee, Lee Dohak and Choi Cho Wung. So Lee Dohak comes from a poor family background his um dad is a farmer um and his mom used to work for either used to or still i can't remember used to work for his friends Choi chu wong's family Choi chu wong is you know comes from a wealthy family and um there's just the conflict this like very interesting but so sad is um he really cares about Choi Chil Wong. Like, he really cares about him. He really loves him. He sees him as, like, almost a brother. And Choi Chil Wong kind of does, but he, I think he's probably a year younger than him, and he, he, when he introduces to other people, he'll be like, oh yeah, he's just my young. Like, Lee Do Hak will be like, oh yeah, we're friends, but then he'll be like, oh yeah, he's just my young, he's just my young. Like, he will not accept him as a friend friend it's so interesting it's so strange and even his mom like doesn't even he looks she looks so down on Lido Hook's um parents it's so freaking sad it's sad and what's even worse is that because Lee Dohak is a smart kid. He's a smart kid. And he is he's one of those kids who 
is a good kid he's smart he helps around the house he helps his mom um he helps helps his parents doesn't complain is a good friend it's a good kid and he's pretty he's really smart like he he gets like number one in class rank and like you know examinations all that stuff and Choi will Choi Chu Wung comes in second every time after him but because he is richer than him he feels entitled of like why am I last if I'm richer if I have more um you know like I'm more entitled if he's just he's just my young why and so he just doesn't like losing to the point where he gets upset he cries he goes home and the mom is like tells the dad like oh yeah he cried or this and that and because the dad like i think received a lot of help from that family he's like he doesn't he feels obligated to do whatever they want because he feels like that that obligate that attachment of like oh they helped us out and they can they we can lose everything we have more to lose than they do so we got to do whatever they want us to do not get in their way and just stay just know our place and so he tells his son like can you not be number one please and lee the hog's like what do you mean can you not be number one like Choi Chilwong, like he gets upset just don't beat him in anything and and that like messed him up to the point where like wow nothing not even when they meet our lovely oh jing shin who she's like she is a great character i love her i really like her meets them hits it off with them but they obviously like her because she's super pretty and she's like he's they're like really upfront with her like okay um would you date one of us and she's like are you guys crazy <laughs> like are you guys crazy and they're like well will you and so she's like okay how about this let's be friends for a year and then we'll see who i end up liking and she ends up liking lee dohawk and he realizes that if if she chooses him it's gonna be another way of him coming in second so what does he do he tries to push her away <laughs> yeah not funny i don't know i'm laughing um he tries to push her away and then yeah it gets it gets complicated because spoiler alert you guys like it gets complicated because what happens is that Choi Chulwung ends up fighting um a bully a gangster no he's a he's just a bully and he ends up fighting him and the reason why is because there is in the background there's some politics politi- political drama that's going on i'm not gonna get into it i'm just not i'm not gonna get into it but pretty much um cho wung's dad is could possibly be like a runner-up for like uh, I forgot what he's supposed to be. He's supposed to be something. Something government a government official of some sort. I can't remember. But um yeah, so he he's supposed to I think there there's just like things going on in the background where they're trying to get him to not win the campaign so they get like uh, a bully or like some kid and tell him like hey, just provoke this kid which is Choi Wong Wong, and have him hit you that way it can go in his records and that way it can make his dad look bad so he won't win and it ended up backfiring on everyone because he ended up getting upset because this guy ended up hitting Ojing Shin and obviously Choi Cho Wong gets upset beats him up gets a big rock hits him and and ends up almost killing him and um i think putting him in a coma i don't think he killed him and so he freaks out goes to his mom and his mom and him has the audacity to go to the dad and tell him please like you have to save me save me save me save me meaning they wanted little hawk to take his place and go to jail for him and the mom's like i will do anything i will like get the best lawyer to get him out as long as it's not him his records he's a promising young man blah 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 
and it's a very it was it was it was hard to watch because the dad was like i cannot do this to my son i can't i've done everything for you guys this i cannot do and yeah turns out that they ended up ended up doing it it ended up being that way and because of that the changes changes lead to hawk's life and so we're here at where he is now getting involved with like some sketchy people he he i think it's five been five years later he's out four years later he's um he's out from prison he's out and about and then uh ojin shins he she had she took over i think she dropped out of college she took over her dad's theater movie theater where the three of them used to hang out and Choi Cho Wung is a college student but he's also like a, por- a protester and so yeah that's where we're at uh they met again I haven't watched where Lee Do Hak and Ojin Shin meet again yet I'm so excited to see that so excited to see that the tension because he saw her already he saw he saw her like but he, he was lurking <laughs> um but I'm excited to see them interact and see how that's gonna work out Lido Hawk and Choi Chu Wung already met and Lido Hawk like completely changed and he's like pretty much telling Choi Chu Wung like you knock off you better knock it off with your protesting go get work on your studies and be become a prosecutor become a lawyer because um you promised me your life and so if you promise me your life and you're gonna live for me then you better become the best that you can because yeah knock it off and so yeah it's interesting i like it i'm liking it so far and yeah that's where i'm at with this show i like it <laughs> completely the opposites of these two shows that i'm watching and i think it's a good run i have historical drama i have a random poppy drama and i have this really cool like drama drama and i'm enjoying them for now um i don't know if i'm falling in love with uh, any of these yet I might, I might like Oasis. I might. We'll see. We'll see. It's only been three episodes. I'm gonna watch four episodes after this. Sorry, the fourth episode. Um, but that's that's pretty much it, guys. That's the three dramas I'm watching right now. I'm also watching. I'm gonna start watching Island soon. I started watching The Glory. Okay, started binge watching that. We'll talk about that by itself. Can't wait for that and um i watched uh you know gonna watch call it love i'm gonna watch all these other uh these other dramas but you guys let me know if you guys watched any of these three dramas let me know if you guys liked any of these dramas or if you guys didn't like it what you guys think if you guys gonna keep watching it or stopped or dropped them let me know but these are these are the ones i'm watching right now i'm gonna stick to them and i'll finish them all i'm not gonna drop any of them I'm mostly excited for Oasis because it's just giving me that, I don't know why, I'm on a 1980s kick right now, 1980s, 1990s kick for some reason, and I'm enjoying, I'm enjoying it, so I'm really enjoying that, um, but let me know, you guys, and stay tuned for more to come, I will be dropping an episode on my favorite anime films, and I'll be uh, dropping my rewatch of Hotel de Luna so i hope you guys stick around guys but thank you guys for joining me as i enjoy my coffee and i chit chat about k drama so i hope you guys enjoyed today's episode feel free to reach out feel free to tell let me know and i hope you guys have a wonderful day if you guys are at work have a great day if you guys are driving please drive safe and if you guys are at school you guys got this you guys got this seniors you guys got this we all got this okay and thank you so much for joining me here at the k drama cafe podcast